Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. The word Israel was first presented in the Bible as a name given to Jacob after he fought an angel. Its meaning was a man who has struggled with God and is commonly translated as God prevails or man seeing God. Many have argued that the word Israel in the Bible does not refer to a place, but rather a believer or a group of believers in God. Others believe the land known as Palestine was where the biblical state of Israel once stood. And in the 17th century, Sabbatai Zevi was the first Jew to try and resettle there. Sabbatai Zevi claimed to be the Messiah and amassed a large Jewish following that engaged in ritual sex orgies and the defilement of God's law. In the spring of 1666, they were planning to be the first Jewish settlement in Palestine. But things changed when Sabbatai was arrested and thrown in jail. His radical movement continued with the Frankism movement and Zionism became more political. Although they claimed to be secular, the Zionists flooded the temples with prayers for a return to Zion and a restoration of the Jewish state. But the rabbis rejected them. In 1885, the rabbis wrote that we consider ourselves no longer a nation, but a religious community. And we therefore expect neither a return to Palestine nor a sacrificial worship under the sons of Aaron, nor the restoration of any of the laws. While the rabbis offered no support, the Zionists garnered the support of the British crown as early as 1841, and they were funded by the Rothschild banking dynasty, otherwise known as the Bank of England, so the crown was likely involved from the start. In 1897, the political intent to recreate the state of Israel was made official to the public, and in 1917, under the British government's Balfour Declaration, British troops seized control of Palestine on behalf of the Zionists. In 1922, the League of Nations adopted the declaration. And in 1947, the United Nations granted parts of Palestine to the Zionists. Between 1947 and 1949, Palestinians were made refugees and kicked out of the homes of their ancestors. Hundreds of villages were destroyed and thousands of Palestinians were murdered in a series of massacres known as the Nakba. The Zionists killed Palestinian Muslims, Christians, and Jews. The Zionists claimed to be non-religious, but they were mostly Ashkenazi Jews. The Ashkenazi can be traced back to the Khazars, the progenitors of Rabbinic Judaism. The Khazar Khaganate was a major empire in what is now Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia, Azerbaijan, and parts of Russia, Turkey, and Iran. It was ruled by the Khazars, but made up of several diverse nomadic tribes. In the year 740, the Khazars mass-converted to Judaism. Synagogues and schools were built, and Rabbinic Judaism was born. The original Jerusalem Talmud was replaced by the recently codified Babylonian Talmud, which was based on Babylonian philosophy and became the mainstream, thanks to the Khazars and the Zionists. Some Christians believe that this is the synagogue of Satan written about in the Bible, which say they are Jews and are not. And many other Christians have become Zionists themselves. The Zionists have tremendous support from American megachurches and Christian evangelicals, many of whom believe that as the world becomes a fiery hell, they will be saved 
and brought to an eternal paradise. But in order for this to happen, the Temple of Solomon must be rebuilt, and two-thirds of the Jewish people must perish. According to the Bible, King Solomon's temple was constructed in 957 BC and destroyed in 586 BC, rebuilt again in 516 BC, and destroyed again in the year 70 AD. Many Christians and Jews believe that this temple must be rebuilt in order for their Messiah to come. But there is something in its way. Originally built near the end of the 7th century, the Al-Aqsa Mosque is considered one of the three holiest sites in Islam. Islam teaches that this is where the Prophet Muhammad ascended to heaven. The Temple Mount has been occupied by Israel ever since the Six-Day War of 1967, and now it looks like they are ready to complete their mission. This is the holy war that sane people have feared and zealots have prayed for. They want you to pick a side and kill each other. But we can always choose peace and learn to love our neighbors. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Killing all the angles. You're adults, you can make your own decisions. It's Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. Putin has officially threatened to nuke the U.S. aircraft carriers in the Mediterranean if they get any closer to Russia. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Zach, this is Crystal Palace. St. Norad has declared DEFCON 3. Scramble all alert aircraft. I repeat, scramble all alert aircraft. The Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. Target selection complete. Time on target sequence complete. 22 Typhoon-class submarines departing Petropavlovsk, turning southbound at Nordcap, bearing 095 degrees. Radar reports two unknown tracks are penetrating the Alaskan air defense zone. From the front lines of the information war. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. Are you prepared to destroy the enemy? You bet. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. We'll keep control, but we'll keep it here at the top where it belongs. Three, two, one. Impact. Shall we play a game? How about global thermonuclear war? Live. From the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All units confirm weapons targeted and ready, awaiting launch codes. We are in a launch mode. Do you really believe that the enemy would attack without provocation? If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We're in. Russians are still denying everything, sir. We have a Soviet submarine launch detection. I wish I didn't know about any of this. I wish I was like everybody else. Things can the only winning mood is not to play. Russia's deputy president, Yedmedyev, Dmitry Medyev and, of course, their president, Putin, have continued to threaten that if more missiles are moved into range of Russia, they will start attacking NATO targets. And now that there are U.S. aircraft carriers in range with hypersonic missiles, he said this isn't basically a threat. It's, it's a promise on behalf of the Russian Air Force 
that we may attack you. He is in China right now, embracing the communist Chinese dictator, Xi Jinping. Meanwhile, I call it like I see it. And I don't like agreeing with Biden because he lies almost all the time. But I agree with him that uh, I don't think Israel bombed that hospital in Gaza Strip. In fact, the hospital was not bombed. But we've seen riots and protests around the world on the lie that it was hit by an Israeli missile or bomb. And it turns out that the parking lot was hit by a missile. And we have all this footage from independent news stations showing Hamas firing a bunch of missiles from a graveyard a couple hundred yards away, and one of the missiles fails and falls on the parking lot. And it's confirmed that the hospital was not hit. Some of the windows got blown out. So a giant lie, but remember, the mainstream media all picked it up and went with it before the fires were even out in the middle of the night. White House got surrounded, the, 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 the barriers got, down, got knocked down, police got attacked, but it's not being called the greatest attacks since Pearl Harbor like they called January 6th. Huge demonstrations in Dallas, Texas, huge demonstrations in Greece, riots in Greece, riots across Europe, all sorts of shootings and stabbings that get buried in the news. Huge numbers of people, in some cases millions, hit the streets in different Arab countries, and also in Persia, Iran. Instantly attacking the Israeli embassies around the world. And again, I'm calling it like I see it. Israel stood down 110%, seven hours before any response. Attack helicopters by the hundreds were five to ten minutes away. Five attack helicopters, and I've talked to military experts, they concluded that my novice assumption was correct that five loaded helicopters could have taken out those Hezbollah fighters, Hamas Hezbollah-backed fighters. So I'm calling it like I see it. You know, Charlie Kirk did that too. A lot of the people have. They're calling him anti-Semitic. I, I, I'm just going to report what we believe is most accurate. It's clear Israel did not bomb that hospital. It's clear Israel stood down and let the attack happen. It's clear Biden wants to give $100 billion to Ukraine and Israel. It's clear this is escalating out of control. It's clear the Gaza-Hamas attack on Israel is a trap. It's clear that things are completely out of control in Ukraine, and the Ukrainians and NATO have lost, so they're accelerating. It's clear we're going into a depression. It's clear they're setting up a domestic security force to clamp down the American people and steal the next election. It's just wild. We're going to be going over all of it here today. But Putin released a very chilling statement. It's a video. We'll play it here in a moment where he says, getting your aircraft carriers in range of us with hypersonic missiles. When he says hypersonic missiles, he means nuclear-tipped hypersonic missiles. And that they're not going to put up with nuclear missiles being brought up to their borders. And that's what the Mediterranean does. So this isn't a threat, it's a message from the Russian Air Force. So he's saying it's a guarantee. It's not a threat, it's a message from the Russian Air Force to your aircraft carriers. 
And a week ago when the first one got sent in there, he said, you better back off. And now this is happening. China says they own the South China Sea. They're a thousand miles away, literally attacking fishing boats in the Philippines and attacking oil drilling platforms off the coast of Vietnam. So China's out of control. Um, I, 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 I mean, I don't want to have a wider war, but I, I think Putin is, is out of line saying that you know, U.S. aircraft carriers can't be in the Mediterranean. That's a free open sea. And there's Russian nuclear submarines off our coast. So we're going to threaten to nuke Russia because they got nuclear weapons off our coast. This needs to stop. It needs to stop right now. This is out of control. My job's easy. I'm not going to sit there and back any one group and, and, then, and then distort my research to comport with that group. I'm an American. I'm a Christian. I'm a father. I'm a patriot. And I'm pro-America. But our country's hijacked by the worst criminals the world's ever seen. China's run by a client state that's just as bad as the globalists. Russia didn't start this war. The globalists admit they started it nine years ago, overthrowing the Ukrainian elected government. So I've been against the war. But I'm also against Russia escalating. But NATO's escalating, so that's just how this is going to work. Putin orders air patrols over the Black Sea to carry Kinzhal missiles that are anti-ship. Pull up an image of a Kinzhal missile for you, folks. So they got carrier-killing missiles. And if you look at the Mediterranean, it's just right there, right beside the Black Sea. It's all a very geographically compact area. I mean, there's the Mediterranean right there. U.S. aircraft carriers. There's the Black Sea. A few hundred miles away from each other. So this is going downhill real, real fast. Russia's hypersonic dagger, KH-47M2 air-launched aeroballistic missile, hard to shoot down. The Genzal Dagger is a Russian nuclear-capable aeroballistic air-to-surface missile. It has a claim range of more than 2,000 kilometers, 1,200 miles, and a hypersonic thermal speed of Mach 12. Warhead, 100 to 500 kiloton nuclear weapon. And he just said, we got Kenzals aimed at your aircraft carriers. Wonderful. We have a nuclear war. How are all you Harvard scum running the country in the ground and back in China going to feel when you and your families get vaporized, you murderous trash? Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War of the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. 
And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength, and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You've got it. All right, here I go. You've got it. All right, here I go. All right, here I go. Missiles that go Mach 12 and that cannot be shot down are loaded on aircraft now, circling around the Mediterranean. And the president of Russia has warned the Navy that it's not a threat, it's a message that they may hit them with nuclear weapons. Anti-ship nukes. They don't even need to hit their target. They just airburst in the vicinity. And bye-bye. And then don't worry. We'll destroy Russia and we'll all die too. So that's where we are right now. Here's the actual uh, video of uh, Putin talking about part of it. I've got his other statements here. The last few weeks, I just gave you a composite breakdown. Here it is. Взяли, затащили две авиационные группировки в Средиземное море. Here, I pause. We'll just pause it during each piece. Go back, please. The beginning. They just moved two aviation strike groups into the Mediterranean Sea, which are again loaded with the cruise missiles. Uh, you name it. Keep going. I want to say this is not a threat, but I'm going to say now. And I want to back it up again. And I want, I will inform you about. But on my behalf, the Russian Air Force, Russian Space Forces, 
военно-воздушные силы, военно-космические силы России начинают are starting on an ongoing basis patrols in the neutral zone of the airspace in the Black Sea and our planes MiG-31 armed with Kinzhal missiles they are known to have a range of over 1,000 kilometers at speed Mach 9. So what he's saying is, we've loaded nuclear missiles on our aircraft a few hundred miles away from you, and their range is over 1,000 miles. And this is not a threat. It's a message from the Air Force to the U.S. That's just wonderful. So this is all completely out of control. It's totally insane. You can thank George Soros and the New World Order for it. Now let's expand on why I said the Harvard Mafia. You can talk about who runs the world. The BlackRock, the Chi-Coms, the all the different organizations and groups. The Rothschilds. But when you pull back and you go look at Harvard, it it's the big leaks. And it's people that are, are put through the process of the political science department and the legal department and other systems of Harvard that make it up. And that's why the Chinese dictator, Xi Jinping, sends his daughter to Harvard. Now, that's a secret. You're not supposed to know. And the word is she's recently been pulled out of Harvard and sent back to China. What's that tell you? Because the same people that run Harvard helped set up China and Mao Zedong and the rest of it. And by the way, it's not known that his daughter under another name goes to Harvard. I got that from high-level feds. I later confirmed it with some other feds uh, that I was recently talking to in person on my little secret mission that will not be revealed for a few weeks. But just understand that he didn't put his daughter there for no reason. That's the nest. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the cult, where they get all the different cults together, and then they plan their conspiracies against America. That's where Kissinger's from. It's where all of them are from. And there are other schools like Yale and Princeton that, that are the B-squad or the uh, second stringers, third stringers, fourth stringers. But and, and, I mean, you go look at the videos of their meetings at Harvard and, and you look at the globalist children, they're a bunch of bug-eyed scum. I don't care if they're white, Asian, Hispanic, all the rich, powerful globalists and oligarchs send their children, their rat-like children to Harvard to learn how to screw everybody, how to be the world's ruling class and, 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 and rob everyone. And all the evil garbage comes out of there. Training the minions to carry out the master plan. Out of the whole world, one place you could say is the worst per square inch, it's Harvard. It's it's the problem. And what do they have? Oh, they put out the doctrine that we shouldn't elect anybody who's white. So now Newsom is, is asking uh, Schiff and others drop out because they're white. In the Senate race. 
Now, here's Harvard with the Muslims uh, literally chanting and you know, out there with all the other liberals, all the, all the anti-Americans, calling for jihad and calling for war and overthrowing the entire West. So it's a globalist ruling class incubating every America-hating terrorist organization there is. It's their dialectic of problem-reaction-solution and creating the opposing sides and getting us all to kill each other. And Harvard basically calling for the destruction of Israel. And then you pull back the people that run Israel are almost to a man and woman, Harvard alumni. Starting to figure this out, this is sick. This is devilish. And they believe out of this managed world war that we're already in, World War III has already begun. All the top analysts agree with that, but I said it first a year and a half ago. It's not just corruption. Entrance into elite U.S. colleges is rigged in every way. And then the internal Harvard documents came out three years ago saying, we don't want to just block white students from coming here unless they're the kids of elitist. So you can't even, even have a perfect grade point average. They won't, if you're white, a white man, sorry. But now we don't want average Asians to be here. This is internal documents because we want slots for the ruling class of Asia. Because, you know, Xi Jinping's daughter, you know she doesn't have a 4.0. There's plenty of Asians that do. They're like, whoa, whoa. They said, we will exclude them saying they don't have a high IQ and personality. That, that was a quote. They have a low IQ and personality, saying the stereotype of an Asian with no personality. No, they just got their nose the grindstone. So this is sick. It's a sick, evil, racist, elitist, disgusting organization. And they're the enemy of you and your family. Never forget, they're the ones that want to kill you and give you poison shots and cut your food and water and energy off. Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. It appears, on the final words coming in in the next few minutes, that Jim Jordan's second round of trying to be elected House Speaker has failed. They're tallying the final votes, but it looks like he does not have it. C-SPAN's reporting he does not have it. People say, well, why do we do this? Why do we unseat uh, Kevin McCarthy? Because we're not rolling over anymore and we're fighting back and we're taking control of this country. 
And if, if, if the Democrats install somebody now, because they can help the Republican blue bloods, then we'll know who the bad guys are. We're unmasking them. Let's go to the live feed from the House of Representatives deep in the swamp. Kildee. Jeffries. Kylie. Jordan. Kilmer. Jeffries. Kim of California. Jordan. Kim of New Jersey. Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. One of the most evil, sniveling Jeffries. creatures I've ever seen. A disingenuous, race baiting monster. Jeffries. Custaw. Could end up being the Speaker of the House. Good. Jordan. Throw it all into disarray. I just stop complying. Jordan. They want to disrupt our Logan country, Cup. we'll disrupt them. Remember, Zeldin. Congress exempted itself from regulations, insider trading. They've insulated themselves from everything. They're completely out of control. They were exempt from the COVID shots. Lamborn. Jordan 104. Lamborn. Jeffries. Jordan. 105. Landsman. Now Jordan's tied with Jeffries. Jeffries. Langworthy. Jordan. Larson of Washington. They're neck and neck. Jeffries. Larson of Connecticut. Jeffries. Latta. Jordan. Laturner. Talk about a cliffhanger. Jordan. All right, we'll put that in a box Lala. on screen for TV viewers. Oh, a vote for Kevin McCarthy. See, that's a Republican traitor. There's three people out of Texas, Republicans going along with this. And, and you ask, why do Republicans do this? Well, I, I mean, I've noticed really watching congressional hearings, but also being in courts. The lawyers of this country, that means the judiciary, most of Congress, and the legislatures are literally like cavemen. They don't know how the world works. They don't know there's a great awakening. They don't know people don't even believe mainstream media anymore. They don't understand that CNN has 100,000 viewers on average. They still think it has this power, and they still live in that bubble. They're dinosaurs. But they also know you get indicted by the Justice Department for a crooked toenail if you buck the system. I mean, they're trying to indict every major Trump supporter in the country right now. Believe me, I've been through it. I've made a big deal about it. I asked for this. I stood up to them. But it's been a lot of fun. Meanwhile, World War III alert. Putin threatens to attack U.S. aircraft carriers in range to launch nuclear strike on Russia in dark warning from Beijing. These are very serious times. All right, let's uh, continue here with the news as we watch the votes. Can we put the version up that has the numbers, please, so folks can follow that? Thank you very much. Maybe make the box a bit bigger, or maybe split it so the average person can see that because people on phones won't be able to see that. That's a little bit too small of a box there, I think. I tell you what, let's just go back to C-SPAN then uh, with the actual numbers. Let's go full screen again with audio for a moment, please. Thank you. Jordan. 
Matsui. Jeffries. Jordan is McBath. now two ahead. Jeffries. Now he's McCarthy. one ahead. Jordan. Did McCarthy vote for Jordan? McCall. Jordan. McLean. Jordan. McClellan. Jeffries. McClintock. Jordan. So they're saying they project he doesn't have the votes. Again, we'll continue to watch this as it unfolds. All right. Here's what I want to do. I want to now shift gears into the Middle East and what's happening there. And again, this is a perfect example of the corporate media believing whatever Hamas says. Yesterday, going into the evening, early evening, the Islamists backed by Iran and U.S. taxpayer money began firing off hundreds of more rockets, missiles into Israel. And they were firing them from south-central Lebanon, and the missile tracks are out there. I'll show you images of it. And we can see the footage. We'll, we'll, we'll roll the footage from a local news station that shows a bunch of these missiles launched a few hundred yards away from the hospital. And you see one clear as day fail and fall by the hospital. Now, the big lie is that the hospital got hit. During the day now, sun rose. It's not getting any media coverage. It blew up cars in the parking lot. It did not hit the hospital. Some of the windows got blown out. So again, my job is not to defend Israel or defend Hamas or defend any of this. My job is to go over the facts. So we're going to pull it up for you right now. I'm looking for my video list. And and, and we have the footage uh, of the missiles. I I sent it to you. So I'd like to show uh, that for folks. And you can see the missiles firing. And then you can see one of them fails. Go ahead and roll it. Thank you. And it falls on the hospital. So that's the reality. And if you blow it up, you watch it carefully, you can see it. I've also seen a FLIR footage of this. And again, a lie goes halfway around the world before truth puts its pants on, and I agree with that Mark Twain statement. And there's a lot of other angles of this happening as well. So why would the corporate media immediately go with what Hamas said, because they want to stir things up. They want to create hysteria. Now we've had massive demonstrations and riots and violence all around the world. And we have the left defending it and saying it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. When you see these signs, queers for Palestine. Why don't you go over there and start two guys start kissing, two girls start kissing. The first thing you're going to find is you're going to get stoned to death or thrown off a building. So, again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't live over there. I'm not an Arab. I'm not a Jew. But I will just call him like I see it. Israel 100% stood down. The central government did and let the attack happen, and the facts are in. It's overwhelming. Now they're going to get tens of billions of dollars from the United States, 
And Netanyahu believes he'll be able to hold on to power now and shut down the criminal investigations because he's got this new big distraction. It doesn't seem like that's working. Polls in Israel are 85 to 9% of the Jews there blame Netanyahu and the government stand down. Again, hundreds of attack helicopters, minutes away. Major bases 10, 15 miles away. That's minutes for a helicopter. Apache helicopters, you name it, loaded with weapons, sitting with tarmac. They overrun the bases. They cut through the lines. That took an hour. Your helicopters are there, and you kill those people. But instead, they sit there for seven hours, let them run around rampaging, kidnapping people, killing people, burning them up in their houses, dragging hostages back across. You know what a sitting duck, a motorized paraglider is that flies around at about 15 miles an hour? It's like shooting fish in a barrel. They took over Mossad bases, and the Mossad members hid under beds because all of the real operatives had been pulled out. Total stand down. Needs to be investigated, but Israel's leadership is not going to investigate themselves. So that said, call it like you see it. The hospital was not hit. I had the photos. I had the videos. They're on Infowars.com. We got B-roll. Let's, let's, let's roll some of that. There are clips uh, 2 and 22 and 15. And then we also have something uh, very, very important. And, and as you see there, the hospital's there. It's got windows blown out, but the cars were hit. And that's what happened. And you can see the little missile strike point. You know, the missile came in sideways there on the ground. Now, now that's a fact. But where's the corporate media running its reports that it was a parking lot? Where are the 500 dead? Well, there are a bunch of dead people. And there's thousands dead and it's terrible. And there are a lot of children dead, but not there. It's not true. Cut and dry, corporate media running with what Hamas... That means Hezbollah and the Mullahs said. And if you turn on our news right now, they're still saying that Israel blew up this hospital. It's not true. See how easy it is when you just go with the truth? Israel stood down. It stinks like a dead fish, whatever's going on. Biden gave $6 billion five weeks ago to Iran, they gave it to Hamas, they admit they give it to them. Hamas admits they were directed by Iran. And now Biden is about to let all the rest of the sanctions expire on Iran. What is going on? And then we have huge demonstrations still going on right now. And why is it not top story? Instead of the media showing you that it's a parking lot and there's hundreds of videos showing that and that it didn't hit the hospital, some shrapnel did, but no direct hit attack going on Israel from all sides, not just the Gaza Strip, not just the West Bank, not just over the Golan Heights out of Lebanon, but a wider war, and this is insane. And, of course, the cherry on top is Putin saying we've loaded nuclear-tipped hypersonic missiles on our aircraft 200 miles or 150 miles from the Mediterranean it's a message from our Air Force to your aircraft carriers. Unbelievable. 
Here's some of the headlines. 500 casualties after Israel bombs Christian hospital in Gaza City, Palestinian officials say. And people go on Infowars.com, this was up last night, and they say, well, well, wait, you got all these different angles and different sides. That's what I've told my writers and people posting stuff to do. I said, just show it all. What everybody's saying. We're going to be different than all the rest of the media. Including the, quote, patriot media, or the Jewish media, or the... Western media, we're going to just show you what everybody's saying so you can look at it like an adult and figure it out. We now know this report out of Zero Hedge wasn't wrong because they said, according to Hamas, Israel refutes claims and provides receipts that it was a Palestinian missile that struck the Al-Halai hospital in Gaza. But will it be enough? Old Joe Biden looks completely lost as Tel Aviv press conference ends. Starts shouting at someone. Reckless media and the squad instantly blame Israel for hospital blasts caused by terrorist rocket. And of course, that's early this morning. No, now we know it didn't hit the damn building. Joe Biden is so weak, he reads softly from note cards during his meeting with Israeli leader Benjamin Netanyahu as war breaks out around him. And Arab leaders say, we're not going to meet with you. You're not the president. You're a clown. And Arab leaders won't even meet with Secretary of State. We project weakness. World War III watch. But see, it's like Neber Chamberlain. They're getting ready to green light China going into Taiwan, everything else. And then they're going to remove Biden and the rest of it. And God knows what they'll put in. And then we're going to have a real war. And here's the footage, the videos. So after all the drama yesterday, it turns out the Gaza hospital wasn't bombed. The parking lot was, and 500 people didn't die. Oh, and the rocket wasn't from Israel. It was from a failed rocket. The Palestinian terrorist shot at Israel. Absolutely insane, says Robbie Starbuck on Twitter. Yeah, that's a true statement. And here's a radar track. And, and by the way, the Palestinians don't deny this. They've had over 400 rockets fall and explode that they launched on their own territory in just the last year. And so that's what they're doing. When when you're firing hundreds of rockets over a hospital and one of them doesn't work right, well, you know, what do you do? Well, you just go to CNN and tell them Israel did it. Huge riots have broken out in the West Bank after Israel bombing of the Gaza Baptist Hospital. That's people just running with the BS. Harvard University stands with Palestine. Hundreds of asylum seekers riot in Greece on the news of the blowing up of the hospital by Israel. Crowd in Iran calls for government to join the war against Israel. All uh, White House surrounded by t- thousands of demonstrators. Barriers broken down. Police attacked, but it's mostly peaceful. Here's Here's footage from Dallas. Demonstration in Dallas, Texas, in support the Palestinian people. Look how big this one is. Look at this shot. Yeah. And and we've got videos where they say, death to America, and it's time to have jihad here. You You want to see the videos? Got a whole bunch of them for you. And just like the left has turned us over, to massive crime and defunding of police. Here's some of the footage of protesters trying to break into the White House. 
And all the globalists have to do through the mullahs they control is give them the order to burn down this country, and they will. Remember when I sent reporters, Joe Biggs, now in prison, Paul Watson, six, seven years ago to Brussels. They had national news stories on the BBC. InfoWars makes up no-go zones in Brussels. Even though people kept coming out of the businesses saying, if you're white, you're Christian, get out of here, we'll kill you. How Brussels, remember what Trump said, well, you know, what's terrible happening in Brussels or in Sweden? They go, oh, nothing's happening. There's no no-go zones. How Brussels became the terror capital of Europe as another ISIS fanatic brings carnage to Belgium. How migrant ghettos turn into breeding ground for fanaticism that has sparked some of Europe's worst atrocities. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, video, Rubio calls for deporting Hamas sympathizers from the U.S. Well, you can't do that if you don't know who is a sympathizer. The border's wide open. Another Brussels shooter arrived illegally in Europe. Got to stay. Over 4,000 U.S. troops on their way to Israel. But don't worry, Biden had men to ask Congress for $100 billion for Ukraine and Israel because they know they can't get it for Ukraine now, so they're going to tie it to Israel and give $90 billion to Ukraine and $10 billion to Israel. See how that works? So they're, they're doing a bait and switch there for you. That's just some of the news we've got there. We have a special guest joining us, a comedian. He's also politically uh, interesting and informative. Owen Benjamin next hour. And then I'm going to open the phones up in the third hour into the fourth hour to take your calls, particularly if you're in the Middle East. If you're Palestinian, you're Israeli, you're welcome to call in. Everybody will be welcome to call in. But when I first open the phones up, it'll just be for people in Israel or in Gaza or in the West Bank or in the Golan Heights. If you're Iranian, Persian, you can get in. We'd love to hear from you. But I want to hear from people in the Middle East in the third hour today. We're going to go to break here in a few minutes. Uh, They're a very, very popular product. We got a limited supply of in a month ago, and we've already sold out of 90% of it. And hopefully a bigger shipment's coming in about a month. But if you want to get vitamin mineral fusion, with all the vitamins, all the minerals, all the amino acids, so you have the foundation your body needs so when you take other supplements or eat other food, now all those other trace elements and, and calories get used properly. You've got to have the foundation. Vitamin mineral fusion, put a scoop in a pitcher, mix it up, put it in the refrigerator, drink it morning, noon, night, great for young people, old people. And then you get massive more absorption when you drink all these vitamins and minerals and amino acids for better absorption when you drink it. So people love vitamin mineral fusion. It keeps us on air. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Again, 888-253-3139 is the operator order line. And then the other number, 877, is the number to call in. So don't confuse those, please. Again, 888-253-3139 is the order line. And we have to end this sale imminently. I've just been so busy with news or anything happening, I need to go look at what we've got and what else is going to be on sale. But uh, we've extended the sale and extended it. And we've got a good amount of DNA Force Plus, And we've got a decent amount of Real Red Pill Plus. 
but we are getting very low on Brain Force Plus. Great, clean, good nootropic, brain boost, clean energy without the letdown. It's just a good, strong, you know, industry standard for cutting edge stuff. And uh, it is super inexpensive right now. 60% off unprecedented. The others are 50% off. That sale has to end very soon. So if you want to get DNA Force Plus, you want to get Real Red Pill Plus, I don't have time to belabor and get into what all these things do, but just like our information is super on target and game-changing, this is the best stuff, the research out there to really do miraculous things for your body, your, your stamina, your energy, uh, your cells, your telomere, your mitochondria, your DNA. I mean, Real Red Pill Plus is amazing. Uh, DNA Force Plus is incredible. This sale has to end, so take advantage of it right now at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Now, the book's been in pre-sale for a few weeks. If you want to help send it to number one like our last book did, get it at Amazon.com. But if you want to fund InfoWars to keep us on the air, get a fundraiser signed copy or unsigned copy at InfoWarsStore.com of The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists, and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. The book starts shipping on Friday. It starts shipping Friday, and our shipping company is awesome. We don't do our shipping anymore. It's run out of, Oklahoma, out of Colorado. They work on Saturday, too, so most of the orders will be shipped out by Saturday for the pre-orders. It's no longer pre-order, essentially. Starting Friday, it ships out. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, you know, you can also get it at Amazon, which is the rating service now because the New York Times has rigged themselves. And we hit number one, and they said we refuse to give you the number one status, which is important because then all the bookstores order more, and then it wakes people up. But the big thing is it's historical, and it funds the operation. It's 200 pages long, 200 pages longer, 400 pages long, than the last book, and it's, it's the companion to it, The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists, and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free, 888 I want to thank you all for your support. By the way, InfoWars Platinum is back in stock, but a limited supply is selling out. InfoWars Platinum. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War of the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now.
true maverick. Very popular comic and talk show host Owen Benjamin joins us to balance the hour. Talk about world events, his new comedy special, and so much more. And then third hour into fourth hour, your phone calls on the escalation into World War III. So who really wins in this? Well, Benjamin Netanyahu gets a political distraction. Hamas gets billions of dollars from Iran. The military-industrial complex can dole out another $100 billion that uh, oh, Biden's calling for to be given to Ukraine and Israel. Russia's now putting nuclear missiles on their aircraft, uh, flying around by the Mediterranean. But when you go back to this missile, again, I call them like I see them. Israel stood down seven hours, 100% clear, hundreds of attack helicopters, five of them would have stopped it. That's a big issue. But also, hospital wasn't hit. Parking lot was hit. You can see Hamas launching the missiles right over the hospital. One fails, falls on the parking lot. And then all hell breaks loose everywhere, and the corporate media isn't even reversing itself. But that reminded me, overhead shot please, of Zelensky in November of last year when two missiles fired from Ukraine hit Poland, killing a farmer and others. But they got blown up by the Polish missile defense systems. They didn't get totally destroyed, and the tail numbers were Ukrainian. It didn't matter. Zelensky called for war to be expanded with Russia. So this is an old trick. Launch missiles on yourself and then blame your enemy. And again, sometimes the enemy really launches missiles. The point is, you're not supposed to question if Jesse Smollett's lying. Or you're not supposed to question a mass shooting. You're not supposed to question an attack on a hospital. The hospital was blown up, 500 are dead, nice round number, believe it. Was it true? But the corporate media loves the hysteria, they love the violence. So here's Zelensky. Last November, he even called for nuclear strikes and stuff on Russia over this. And then, and when Poland said, no, it was you fired him, he said, I disagree with that. Here it is. Zelensky accuses Russia of missile attack on NATO territory. Moreover, today happened what we warned about a long time ago. We talked about it. Terror is not limited to our nation. It's already spreading to other territories of Moldova. And today, Russia missiles hit Poland, the territory of our friendly country. People died. Please accept condolences from all Ukrainian brothers. How many times has Ukraine said that the terrorist state will not be limited to the country? Hitting missiles on NATO territory. This is Russia's missile attack on collective security. This is a very significant escalation. We must act. All I want to say now is that all our Polish brothers and sisters, Ukraine will always support you. Terror will not break people free. Victory is possible when there is no fear. You and I don't have it. And he went on to say attack Russia. So... They launched the missiles in the direction of Poland, the opposite direction of Russia. They did it. There wasn't even a Russian missile attack when it happened. They weren't anti-missile missiles. They were big missiles. Look it up. He did it. He's caught. That's a fact, but we just glaze over it. Okay, well, he was unable to get NATO to attack Russia directly and start World War III, so let's try again. And now we've seen another version of that with Hamas. I don't think they did it on purpose. They fire them. 
dozens of these missiles off. You see the video. And then there's a whole bunch of angles. And then one of them fails at about 500 yards in the air and just falls on the parking lot of the hospital. The hospital was not blown up. We'll be right back. I figure with World War III getting hotter, we'd have some fun. Have some champagne on the deck of the Titanic. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. His new comedy special is a hit, Noble Savage. Owen Benjamin will be joining us to talk world events, cancel culture, Donald Trump, Kanye West, and more. But here's a few clips from his new special. I was canceled! Moms have, like, tactical snack gear. You know, because moms, moms understand how to control an entire society. It's snacks and distraction. You know, like kids start acting up, they're like snacks, bang, snacks, boom, smacks, distraction, distraction, snacks. <laughs> and, the kid, and it works so well. And I'm like, that's what they do to us, dude. <laughs> Every day they do snack. <laughs> but I knew I had to drop some pounds because I was in my pasture. And I was going out there with my Jersey cows, and I was wearing this, like, brown, poofy jacket. <laughs> and I'm bending over to fix something, and my cow looks at me and sexually assaults me. <laughs> because I had gotten so fat that my 1,500-pound cow was like, I want a piece of that. And, and she did. It's weird. She thought I was, like, a lesbian cow. And I'm just fixing something, and I just hear, so I started the Moo Too movement. That's a home run joke right there. That one was for Coddington. All right, Owen Benjamin joins us, one of the most canceled people out there. OwenBenjamin.com, most recent comedy special, Noble Savage. Got a lot more clips coming up. But boy, is the world not crazy right now. Let's get to the serious uh, issues. What do you make of where we are? And boy, Trump sent mean tweets, but we didn't get any big wars with him. And, and we're working a new war every few weeks now. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really good time to watch my special and uh, laugh because it's getting so out of control. I see a lot of good things coming from it, though. I, I see that people are starting to see how lies can get them into trouble. You know, why telling the truth is so important, what really matters in your life, your health, your family, your local community, because out there, a lot of these long lies are starting to come out. And uh, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm almost enjoying the ride because, you know, dudes like you and dudes like me that have been saying things could really go south uh, have been gaslit and called so crazy that now that uh, normal people are starting to see the results of... Um, of uh, the tangled webs we weave when we practice to deceive, as Shakespeare said, it's uh, I'm cool with it. You know, I just uh, I just feel bad for the civilians that are that are harmed. I think that that's really sad. And I actually try to avoid looking at those videos because uh, I just uh, I just think it's bad for my heart. You know, yeah, looking at little children blown into pieces is not good, uh, but sometimes you have to face it to understand what we're up against, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's not good for the soul. War is the health of the state, the health of Satan. 
uh, pulling back from this, I totally agree with you. That's why my new book is called The Great Awakening. I go to the grocery store. I, I go anywhere in the liberal areas of Austin. People say, why do you live there? It's, it's where my family's from. It's where I've been since high school, from Texas. But all I get is love now. No hate. I mean, I'm in the last year, maybe three people have gotten in my face. It used to be every time I went out, it would happen. I would still get way more love, but I mean, it was I had to get ready every time I got out of the car to go to a restaurant, to, to go to a grocery store, to walk the dog. This is the Great Awakening, and we see populist, anti-globalists being elected everywhere, governments indicting frontrunners like what's happening in Argentina right now. That guy's like a super patriot. So I think the Great Awakening is here, and the dinosaurs like Mitch McConnell and, and Chucky Schumer – I don't think they figured that out yet. And I, and I don't think Netanyahu, when he had an obvious stand down, in my view, in Israel, thought he would get 90% in polls against him saying, we know you stood down. So it seems like everything the old dinosaurs is doing right now isn't working. Their old playbook isn't working. Yeah, and it's interesting what the timing is because the derivatives market is so shot that it's funny how the financial world is falling apart right now in ways that a lot of people aren't talking about as these lies are coming out. It's almost like a Ponzi scheme is falling apart with a lot of the, the fiat system and a lot of these things. And the, the fact people traded in their, their family, their community, the truth for the promises of future wealth, it's all falling apart. And, I, and I'm really happy that people are giving you love, man, because you know, agree or disagree, you know, a guy like you that's just spoken his mind over the years. I mean, I I consider evil to be deception, like somebody that's manipulating and deceiving for personal gain. I've always thought that you're hilarious, man. And so it's like, even if people are gung ho against what you're saying, uh, to see like my motto is always I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. Now that the lies are becoming so impossible to live with it's just up is down left is right a guy's a girl marriage is slavery you know paper is gold it's like just to see a guy speak in his mind is uh is very cathartic well, exactly and you go uh, through the same process and i didn't mean to raise myself here to make myself front and center in gonzo journalism i'm just saying the only real gauge i've got is on the street and so i'm no, a well-known totally. guy I'm happy. And, 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 I'm happy for you man well i, I really am like genuinely well, well what i'm saying though is Beyond that, it's a message to people that aren't well-known. And, of course, anonymity is great. They don't really get the sense of how big the awakening is. But I think the power structure is starting to figure it out. That's what all the surveillance and censorship is about. But it's it's too little, too late. So for people that don't know who you are, most folks do, talk about the saga you've been through and the incredible cancel culture and where you think it is now. And I think you're agreeing there is a great awakening. So how would you track that trajectory of where we were, where we are, where we're going? Yeah. I mean, for the, uh, I started my career in Hollywood uh, a long time ago. I was on the show punked. I was a regular on punked. I would punk celebrities back when I was like 24. Adam Sandler put me in the house bunny. I was the butler in that movie. Anna Ferris is like nemesis, but friend. And then I was in, uh, you know, Jack and Jill and all these movies like Sandler was very instrumental in my career. Shout out to Sandler. Great guy. Vince Vaughn took me on the road with him, put me in a sitcom. I was regular there. Comedy Central specials, Leno, Fallon, all these things. So I was repped at CAA, Prince of Young. And um, then I had a I fell in love with my now wife. We had a child. We left Los Angeles still. Still uh, wrapped at CAA. I had a big book deal, big development deal. I was still touring, making a great living at colleges. And it was the trans child thing that 
Um, and this is all in writing. This is why I was censored was my public stance against the trans child movement because this is about I'm, what six years ago. Yeah, 2016, 2017. And when they would I really come after you then. I mean, I mean, that was the that was the, crazy. I was Airbnb dude, I was one of the only people. My wife was kicked off Airbnb, like PayPal. I was the first blue check mark to be kicked off Twitter. YouTube, hundreds of millions of views deleted. Uh, Vimeo, Venmo, Podbean, iTunes, like all theaters and clubs. Like I'd book a theater with my own money and they cancel it the week of. It was like I really and I got a little wacky for a bit there because I got a little paranoid seeing that there really wasn't the free market that people said, like a, a theater that I could sell out myself. And bear in mind, I've never been accused of a crime I just refuse to not make fun of everybody. And so I saw the the power of that. Yeah, and give it, us it give us one out. of your you give us I know it's your old act, but if you don't mind, give us a few of the transgender jokes they didn't like. Well, I originally did the Dave Chappelle joke, and Yay talked about that on your program where it was uh Caitlin oh, I mean it's hundred percent you're one of the most robbed comedians out there. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Jenner was uh woman of the year, hasn't been a woman for a full year. I did that. In the beginning of the trans movement, um, and uh, then Chappelle did it three years later. But when I did it, it was still hot. It was still like uh, trying to be put in people's heads. And I wasn't even political. Like I, but I was pointing out that everyone was against Trump, which wasn't mathematically logical. You know, I have a little touch of the tism, man. It's not even like people think I have this agenda. Like uh, people used to think that I had this like anger against Jews. But it was just because I would make fun of them like I make fun of Canadians or Christians or Muslims or Danish people or people in wheelchairs. Right? I just won't exclude people. And so I was just pointing out in Hollywood, like, how is every single comedian siding with Hillary Clinton? But aren't you, aren't you also, aren't you, I mean, aren't you, quote, genetically Jewish? Yeah, whatever that even means. You had a grandmother that was... Uh, allegedly Ashkenazi uh, Jewish, but practice Catholicism. I find it all. Where, where does the eight foot tall jeans come from? Cause you're, you're like, look like, like uh, LeBron James or something. Yeah. I'm six, eight. Uh, well, you know, three quarters of my family is German, Irish or English. And then I have some check in there and who even knows? I just, I'm just a, I'm a weird freak anomaly. <laughs> just like a, a giant blue eyed guy with like uh, who farms in Idaho who had a grandmother from a Bavar like a weird banking history. And we found out she was Jewish like years after she died. So I don't know. I'm just a dude. I'm just trying to be funny. Well, that's it, it is Bavaria the that has the biggest Germans in it. That's, that's well known. Yeah, yeah, they're massive. So it's like, that's just what I, and so I got an offer for your audience that's a really interesting uh, thing that happened to me today. Because yesterday I was selling my special for $20 at OwenBenjamin.com. And we raised over, uh, we made over 30 grand in like three days. It was insane. And I was just about to start doing interviews and promote it. And the camera guy started getting real weird about money and he wanted more of a percentage. And he said he owned it and all this stuff. So I just said, screw you. And I returned everyone's money and now it's free. So if anyone wants to see it, it's now free because I don't negotiate with uh, financial terrorists. So um, now he can have 100% of zero. So we refunded everyone's money. And anybody wants it, it's like perfect timing. Like, right as this world's getting so wacky with, you know, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk before we went on. But I was like, hey, 
Because I almost, I wanted you on weeks ago, and then I said, oh, he's on today. I almost tried to move because all the war news. And I said, no, we need to laugh right now at the, at the edge of destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, man. And this special is perfect timing because you get, look, is it like the whole thing is I'm breaking victim consciousness where it's just like whatever people are holding. It's the same thing. Like I have a, I have a joke that uh, I, I sent your producer about uh, gay people. And I think it will do a lot for people to understand just how you can, uh, how you can react. Like it doesn't have to be like, you can just react the way it's natural to react. And the whole punchline is just, I don't know if you got that clip. If yeah, you yeah, we've got it. it. We'll play it in a moment. And then we'll talk about it, but we're 10, we're like nine minutes to break. But before we do that, I want to go back to what you just said, because it clicked. And I was about to interrupt you and say, we should support local economies. We should support local made clothing and local farms. You know, it's what you harp on. Plus it's better. It's higher quality. And it builds that real diversity. Go to the mom and pop restaurant, go to the mom and pop grocery store. That's how we're going to build it. And during the lockdowns, they wouldn't let you go to the mom and pop. They shut them down only the big box stores who doubled their wealth and destroyed the real economy. So what you're harping on is is, is absolutely the secret. And, and so instead of just a religious revival in a field at a tent, imagine a tours of comedy revival, free speech revival, and you have speakers about free speech and America and freedom and comics and 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 then and then people coming and you know selling you know farm to market goods and homemade whatever it is. That's the real revolution, and that's why they want the ESGs and the social credit score and the cashless society because they can then decide where you spend that money. And our checkmating their tyranny isn't just supporting people that have been censored because that's what the globalists fear. That's the antidote. That's, that's the default position, but also really going out of your way not to shop at big box stores, not to eat at big chains. And sometimes you have to. That's all there is. I get it. But once you start getting into the mode of really only supporting grassroots, that will grow and develop as a blood supply to that. And that's what you're saying. So go back, as I interrupted earlier, to this amazing, you're like doing tent revivals for comedy. I love it. They're banning you at all these other facilities. They, they call in death threat. Any club you book, you always sell out. So now you're just getting your team together and you're going and putting it in the field, emailing your fans and meeting. That is because that's how we get stronger. That which doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. We don't give in and be victims. We innovate. We adapt. We overcome. Bro, like right now my chat is going on Telegram because they're watching along. And Anchor Bear just said Alex Jones is spitting fire right now. Like everything you just said is right on the money. It's like the the Chinese invasion was Walmart. You know, it's like we're we're shown these movies. And trust me, I've been in movies. I've sold movies. Like I understand movies. It's it's you know a lot of movies are beautiful. I was just watching uh, Field of Dreams, awesome movie. But a lot of times people get in your mind that war is just like guns and tanks and bombs when it's a financial war and it's a cultural war and it's a war about morality. And so, yeah, like they can't, it's always an illusion that they can censor you or that they can stop you from doing what you do. And if we just say no and do it ourselves, it's so fun, man. It's like when we had this festival, we had 1500 people show up, a lot of the guys during the day and it was like sober, no one was drinking. Like people just started doing manual labor. We're like hauling grass. It's in my special. I talk about it. Like one dude just starts crying because it was just so beautiful. The dudes were just coming together and doing work like in a field because they wanted to. 
And uh, and that's why I'm so optimistic, because the more the hell is, is unleashed. And right now we are seeing quite a bit of hell going on uh, that the more you see the antidote, the antidote, which is local, it's honest, it's high trust, it's Americana, it's growing your own food. You know, it's like and to just not cuck to the devil, you know, and so. I'm just like at first, like I, I just gave back everything I made on the special and like everything I was going to make. But it was like the the most fun yesterday saying it was for free, refunding everyone's money. It felt so good because it's almost like timed perfectly with this like, you know, global insanity that's happening. And I just think that uh, it's cool that you persevered and you didn't break. And, you know, and I hope a lot of other people doing doing that, too, because a lot of people in my community are are crushing right now having kids denying the demographic collapse like being the solution starting little companies you know i had one guy show that just like a bowl of beans that he had he created he like used those beans to create a whole field of beans it's just like there is no scarcity in this world and it's really incredible well thomas jefferson who was a super genius worshiped farmers and said that you know he'd been all over the world, all over the Western world. He, he was you know out of college when he was sixteen, and wrote the Declaration of Independence. And he said, "Farmers know how the world really works, and 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 farmers would be the best in government, not lawyers, not politicians." And he said, "Yeoman farmers are the answer." He said, "Even if you live in the city, you should have a plot of land you go to on the weekend, and because being in the earth, being barefoot on the soil, being around farmers." And ranchers and, and and people is 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 literally forest bathing or or, or farm bathing, and, and that's what I was just doing on my secret mission last week that won't get announced for a while. Was was out there in all of this with some great people, but it, it, it's literally what they want to take us out of, and and that's what you're harping on, and and you're doing a great job putting it out. But it, it's something people are rediscovering, and it's so important. I mean, I cannot stress enough that if we can't produce our own food, we're done. And it's uh, ironically the quote unquote elite, like the banking class that uh, farms people would actually be helped if they farm. Cause you learn that a happy cow, a well-treated cow gives you more milk. And it's so ironic, man. Like now that I'm like pretty free and, and my life's going well, I have four sons, a wonderful wife, uh, my community's crushing. I get to sit back and have like a interesting perspective where I even look at a George Soros, like a very monstrous character. And I'm like, he's just so wrong. He's so off. Like he's not even doing a good job for himself. It's like, if you work down your cows and if they really do, you know, if a lot of these like uh, banking elite view someone like me as a, as a cow, it's like, you want good milk. You want happy, healthy cows that last a long time and deliver for you and and instead they're just like working them and demeaning them and like being really nasty to the populace which is going to give them worse returns and, and it's so, going to give them giant wars it, and destroy them and, and what you're saying is key remember bloomberg said a couple of years ago he goes farmers have small brains uh, they, they don't have any gray matter it's so easy to stick a seed in the ground anybody that's got farming family and i do know they're up at 4 a.m uh, they are going to sleep during the harvest at 10 p.m. You got to know everything. You got to deal with pests. You got to understand the weather. You got to know what to plant. You got to know how to sell it. You got to know. I mean, it, it is. It, 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 and of course, you get high while you're doing it because I've worked as a farmer and a rancher. Thank God, my dad almost every summer would send me from the age of 10 uh, to, to at least do two, three months with farmers and with ranchers and veterinarians 
and it was but you like zone out when you're doing it. You're designed to do it. And and then you feel so good when you're done at night playing poker and smoking a cigar. But I mean, it is it's just something we're supposed to do. We're designed to do it. And and then here's this guy, you know, lives in high rises with millions of dollars, so alien from his own species. He thinks people that know how to be self sufficient are dumb and stupid. Yeah, and it's also very humbling, and it it, it punishes sin. So for those of you out there, like if I didn't do comedy and do my live stream and stuff, I couldn't function just as a farmer because I'm I'm not, frankly, I'm not good enough at it. Like we have a farm stand, we make butter, all this stuff, but I can I can fund it with with also the stuff I do. Because if you're just farming, it's like any mistakes or sin or laziness or anything, and you fail. And so um, it really, uh, it's so honest. Stay a, there, stay there. It, absolutely. And yeah. I, that's what I'm explaining to people it, is that you're a first generation farmer. And the fact I've seen your videos, you're doing good is incredible. I know all this oh, stuff nice. and I couldn't go do it myself with, with, I mean, I, I couldn't do it. It, it is, it is hard. It is, unless you're yeah, like in yeah. Ukraine, there's like 20 feet of black soil, but still it's hard. We'll be right back. And, and the Dutch are the best. I mean, they're like the you know, MVPs of it. And, and then of course they're shutting them down. The globals are shutting them down. We'll come right back. Stay with us. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Owen Benjamin, one of the most censored comics ever, is our guest right now. It's the If Info you Wars. are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I want to get into comedy, cancel culture, where Owen Benjamin thinks it's going, but we got off on this big farmer thing because Bill Gates, the Chicoms, the globalists are buying up farmland everywhere. They're shutting down over 10,000 farms saying that cow farts are bad. In the Netherlands, the Netherlands are the rock star farmers. They're the third largest food producer in the world. They're going after the Irish farmers now, literally saying carbon dioxide is bad. Now they want to cut trees down. They want to cut off the resources, folks. They want artificial scarcity. They admit they're doing it. And I, I mentioned Bloomberg, and I was going from memory. I want to show you some of the stuff he said. This is Newsweek. Mike Bloomberg once said he could teach anyone to be a farmer because farming needs less gray matter than modern work. Well, the easiest farming thing to do is basically cattle ranching, but they've got a fix on the market where the meat packers get all the money. The, the, the ranchers don't. And our family just does cattle and uh, pine trees, and Christmas trees now, 
And that's the easiest, and it's still a bunch of work, okay? And, and my family knows all about it. They've been on the same property. We've sold most of it over the years. We bought like 20,000 acres from Santa Ana, like, you know, the uh, mid-1820s. And, we're, and the family's down to, my dad's got 2,000 acres. The rest of the family has a few thousands. It's a big piece of land. But all the cattle ranches have basically been sold, so mainly it's forest. So now we grow trees, and that's, that's how they pay the taxes and live. But it's still a full-time job. The idea that it's easy from Mike Bloomberg, it's like he's a space alien showing up, having no idea how we operate. It's truly disgusting. And then Bill Gates is buying up all the land. Meanwhile, Arkansas orders Chinese companies subsidiary to divest itself of agricultural land. This is so valuable. I agree with that move. Owen Benjamin putting bookends on the farming issue because uh, they don't want us to be self-sufficient. And then let's get back to what you wanted to get into with your clips here. Yeah, and it's just there's so many mistakes you can make. I mean, I was just uh, had a, a buddy help me with my fencing, like just fencing. A lot of people don't realize that that your fence posts will just wiggle their way out over a few uh, seasons and you have to like cross brace them and you have to like how you put in the cement and how you keep it tight and how you keep like a little goat from not getting under it and impregnating his mom. You know, it's like it's like constant failure. And so I don't want people to think that. I'm a rock star farmer because I fail nonstop. And if I didn't have comedy income, it would be brutal. But that's kind of the point, like to make a living doing it and to uh, to wake up every morning and having a cow smack in the face as you're like milking her and she's kicking over the bucket and, you know, it's freezing outside. It keeps you humble and it keeps you grateful. And I was just talking to a buddy at the feed store about that where uh, he's like, yeah, everything's always going wrong. But I'm like... I always have joy. <laughs> it's it, it's so true. It's like that's why a lot of times the happiest people in the world are like uh, would be considered peasants because you, you're you're constantly smacked down by nature. And uh, and that's what I all really our ancestors think, did. That's why you say your anti-victimology. Yeah. We need to embrace. You know, they, they, it's hard to grow plants in space because there's no resistance. They need the wind. They need the storms. Absolutely, absolutely, and I would. It's like like hot house tomatoes. If you if you're too gentle on your crops, they they don't grow roots. Like if you don't if there isn't any resistance, they don't grow roots and they just fall down. And I actually see the elite class is actually falling apart because of this. Because a lot of the biggest rock star um, of these uh, really wealthy guys, like whether it's the Rockefellers or any of those people, those guys were tough dudes. Like they would come in like the guys who founded Vegas, like all these guys. And then their kids got it really easy, but they could manage it. And now their grandkids are like, you know, soft, gay, and vegan, you know? And it's like, it's hard to sustain. It's like those old things that, uh, you know, you're, uh, the sound of a civilization going up is wooden shoes and going down it's silk slippers. And so it's another reason why I'm not too scared is a little bit of pullback in luxury. I actually think would be good for the spirit of the West. And so if we do face times of scarcity, um, it'll be good for families. It'll be good for seeing what matters. And, you know, and I, I love it. And cause no, I totally agree. There's a paradox. Apocalypse. There's a paradox. The globalists want to cut our resources off to make us go deeper into their electronic technocracy straitjacket and submit to becoming even less human Whereas you're saying, go be in hardship outside their system. If you've got to fund it inside their system, but beam it back to build the the, the, the new civilization, that's the answer. Because civilization exactly. and it, and is cultural. collapsing. They've decided to collapse it to kill us. No, we're going to use their collapse to become stronger. 
Exactly, because they want it very comfortable and, and detached from reality and nature. So exactly right. You use their resources. You don't have to like bug out and go to a ghost town or anything. Like you stay in their systems, you use their resources, but you develop a culture of anti-fragile where it's like the problems are fun. Like we had this camera guy freak out out of nowhere. I thought he was my friend about how he really owns the special and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, flip a switch. It's all free. Give everyone their money back. Bang. And then instead of like crying over, you know, crying about how I just lost tens of thousands of dollars, I, I was like, Bertaria, you know, and that's like what founded America. And so it's a cultural thing where I saw a great Jocko Willick video years ago, just called good, where everything bad that was happening to him in war, he just kept saying good. And out of, out of those calamities, something good will come. And, and that's the culture that'll ride through anything that comes our way. No, you're right. The problems are fun. You mentioned this earlier. Reintroduce it. Uh, clip three, gay pride. Yeah, yeah. Like, as far as this, like, I, I see, because I've been seeing this for a while. You've been seeing this for a while. Where now it's coming to a point where people are just freaking out about what to do with the gay stuff. You know, where it's like they're teaching it to kids. And, and now there's this, like, rage when just the the masculine approach and just the normal approach is the most effective. So check out this little clip about uh, gay pride. Here it is. It's that they take pride in it. They're like, my identity is based around something too despicable and disgusting for me to discuss right now in a tent, in Missouri, in a hayfield. <laughs> you know? And... Yeah, and we're not alone, guys. Tons of people get this, but they just don't know this valuable thing that you don't have to backpedal. When they're like, I happen to be gay, I'm like, you happen to be the f*** out of here now. <laughs> get. Get. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you pack up the rollerblades and go down to the bar where you belong? And they don't know what to do. It's so funny you like, crack their programming because you're not even mad. They're like, no, but I just said I'm gay. And I'm like... I said, get. <laughs> and then people say stuff like they go, well, I'm offended. And I'm like, hey, little buddy, do you know where your mommy is? Or, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to do? Or did you like, I like, I true. When someone says they're offended, I treat them like they just <laughs> their pants. And you know, my issue here is I literally don't hate anybody what they do in their personal life, but it's become a cult and an agenda to rule our lives. So I like you going to the far extreme of just saying no and, 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 and saying, yeah. I don't buy the fact that you're superior to me and that you're the tyranny of the minority. Yeah. And you don't have to like want to hurt them or anything. That's the thing is that, cause then the reaction is, Oh, you're trying to hurt me. You want to, you want to hurt me. I'm like, no, I just don't want you around my kid. And I don't want to hang out with you. If you like take pride in doing something gross, I'd feel the same way about like, crackheads you know if someone's like my identity is based on you know smoking meth and stealing copper i'm like get out of here like and, and and people at the festival kept coming up to me and being like dude this festival is so great it's like because they were sober it's like one of the first uh festivals they'd been to where we they weren't serving alcohol and they were like you know i had a great time last night and i can remember all of it i'm like yeah that's what happens when we don't get drunk they're like the food, it, it, it feels good when I eat it. It doesn't make me sick. I'm like, yeah, it's organic food. And they're like, and there's no bad, like the people are great. I'm like, yeah, I, I only hang out with great people. Like I, I'm very discerning. And that's all that matters. Because now they're like rolling out the, red, the rainbow carpet for these people. Where it's like, 
if you're a sodomite, you get special privileges in society. It's just so dumb. And if you just kind of laugh at it and you're like, like, so how much sodomy do you have to do to get your special treatment? Like three acts a year? Like, but, but listen, that's the thing though, then it's not enough. Now it's the children and pedophilia and, and, and target and all of it. It's out in the open. Well, that's why I turned on. I used to be like pro gay rights and all that because I was like, I was very, uh, I was very of the mind of like, you know, who are we to say what someone else loves or what someone else does? And then I saw it clear as day. The agenda is right there. It's about normalizing it to kids. And you can't, if you have a society that normalizes sodomy, you can't just keep them in their in their rooms. They're gonna te- they're gonna bring it into schools. They're gonna bring it into media because there's no argument against it you can't be like well, it's because it's all yeah, about that te- i mean that that's it, it's not about science yeah. technology or farming it's it's all about these 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 things that don't procreate humans which is all about the depopulation that's what it is and i think that's the ultimate agenda and why it's being pushed is uh i don't think the the elite class just love rollerblading and soybeans i think they want less people and they want to break family units because if you have um you know, a sodomite vegan uh, addict that's depressed and thinks that there's no God and we're in an infinite hell or whatever, you can get them to work for less money. You can get them to travel around the world and be a slave. But if you have a man with a family, you know, because the anus is not a sex organ and you get with a woman and you have children, that man is going to stand for principles. He's going to stand for the American way of life. And he's a lot harder to control. And it it's it's so obvious, you know, it's so obvious that that's the point. And, you know, just pump them up with fluoride and vaccines and get them gay. That way you can be like, we'll pay you whatever. And people will just take it because they have they have no like pride in their in their self. They don't have a connection to their creator. Well, I'm sure you and, saw uh, all the Super Bowl ads. The, the one I always mentioned is there's thousands of them is, is the Gillette ads they were running where. It shows a couple guys walking down the street. They're by a coffee shop. They see a nice girl. He tries to talk to her, and his friends all hold him back. Go, you don't talk to a woman. Now, having a convicted pedophile have your kids bounce on their knee at a public school or a library, that's okay. <laughs> but 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 a man at a barbecue, hey, yeah. of the classes. Uh, l- let's play some more of these clips. You want to play Giants versus King David? Uh, Kanye called O and B slavery is a choice. <laughs> Highway yeah, to hell. Uh, you like the yeah. You like the. Uh... If you, you have a large Christian audience, I think you'll enjoy uh, the Giants one. It's about, yeah. yeah, it's about the Bible. You'll enjoy this Let's one. roll that. Here it is. Cool. And we started this Christian curriculum that's really good. And, but as a giant, there's a few stories that I have issues with. <laughs> you know, the Bible's great and everything, but there is some serious uh, anti-giant bigotry going on there. Like David and Goliath, great story. I understand, you know, when, you, when you're with God, you can kill the giant and everything, right? But like my kids will like try to recreate David and Goliath and it's like a freaking hate crime, you know? Because I'm 6'8". I'm like leg- legitimately a giant. And they're like, it's a giant. Let's kill the giant. <laughs> and they just start hitting me and they're like, yeah. We're like, David, that's a giant. Kill the giant. And then I started being like, well, did the giant get like a, a rock to throw or no? It's like, no, David had God on his side and like a weapon. I'm like, how come the giant get a, get, didn't get a weapon? They're like, that f- giant got what he deserved. 
And then there's a couple other stories in there that are kind of interesting. Like one was uh, old King David getting Saul's daughter. You guys know about this one? You guys know or no? Because I'll explain it. You, you know this one? Because like when you do a Christian homeschooling, like I was, I was raised Catholic, so no one ever brought up the Bible. <laughs> Everyone's just like, <laughs> it's like nobody cared. I was like, oh yeah, I'm Catholic. They're like, well, what do you think of King David? I'm like, who's that? I just give this pedophile money. Um, <laughs> and so uh, there's this one story where King David really wanted Saul's daughter. He thought she was really smoking hot. And he went to King Saul and he said, what can I do to get your daughter? And, and King Saul told him what he needed to do. And so... David went around to his buddies to see if they wanted to help out. And I really want to know what that conversation was like. Can you imagine being King David and you go to one of his, one of his buddies and you're like, listen, man, have you seen King, King Saul's uh, daughter? And the, and the guy's like, his name's Gary. <laughs> Gary's like, yeah, man, she's pretty hot. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm willing to do just about anything to get her. We, are you down to help? And he's like, yeah, man, you have my back. I got your back. What do you think? And he's like, bro, it's pretty intense, but you're committing, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, okay, we got to kill 100 guys. And the guy's like, why? Did they do something to you? He's like, no, no, they're just, they're Philistines, right? F*** those guys. So we're going to, are you down for a genocide? And Gary's like, dude, that's super intense. He's like, are you in though? You said you were in earlier. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. He's like, okay, so you promise you're in. You're now in no matter what I say now. He's like, yeah, King David, you're the man. Like, I love doing sheep work with you. You're always great. You have my back. I got your back. We'll kill some Philistines. F*** those guys. You know? He's like, all right, so after the Philistines are dead, I'm going to be doing something to them that I really, I really need you to get on board with early. He's like, what are you thinking? You thinking about like, like poking him with a stick or something? He's like, no, 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 no. I got to bring uh, back a little trophy to old King Saul. He's like, what do you think? Like an earlobe? He's like, this is a true story. This is in the Bible. He's like, King Saul needs a hundred foreskins from the Philistines or else I can't get her. So after they're dead... I'm going to be pulling out their ween and doing a little clipping, and you're going to hold the bag for me. And Gary's like, dude! He's like, you committed! And now we're going to do 200 <laughs> And they did it. Like, they got, to, they got a big bag of dicks. And then King Saul was like, dude, I was just joking. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> Jews are pretty cool people, you know? I, uh... Well, that was the Good ancient job. world. Lots of that. The Jews were against throwing your children into pits of fire to mull it. It's baby steps. Yeah, I just kept, I just couldn't stop laughing thinking that King Saul might have been joking, where he's like, dude, you did that? Like, I was just messing around. But anyway, so that special's free. And if anybody feels, uh, you know, like they want to support, just subscribe to unauthorized.tv. That's uh, that's our um, our own private servers, our own unauthorized.tv. Just like we have day. 
Okay, unauthorized. Give us the website again and tell us where we see the special. Unauthorized.tv. The special's on there. It's uh, it's our site. It's our it's our paid site, and it's the one place that I have never been canceled from because we built it ourselves. But the special is also available at OwenBenjamin.com or Rumble.com slash OwenBenjaminComedy or BitChute.com slash OwenBenjaminComedy or um or any of these things because I wanted it to be able to be as accessible to people as possible. But if you're feeling grateful and you want to throw in, um just subscribe to our website and uh watch the streams just or just enjoy it. Like I'm just glad you guys get to enjoy it. Well I'm gonna watch the special comedy. Uh let, let's go to clip five and six back to back. Kanye called OB slavery's a choice and then highway to hell play those. Apparently, I'm the guy to call if you get kicked off platforms now because I survived, you know? And like, uh, what was it, like eight months ago, I get a call from Kanye West. And he's like, hey, man, it's yay. I'm like, wait, what? Seriously? And it was. We ended up becoming friends. And he's like, I hear you can get through this stuff. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you can too. The advice I told him, I go, just don't be dependent and don't be a victim. They don't have to give you any of their systems. So whatever they kick you out of, they made and you're not entitled to. And I go, yeah, you want to know what would blow the world's mind? If you started picking your own cotton for your own clothes. (laughs) Dude, I told him that. And he he was like, yeah. I was like, dude, because say what you will about Kanye. He said one of the truest things of all times. He said slavery is a choice. And that's a fact. And I was like, you want to break victim consciousness for your people? They're always like, oh, the music now is so bad. It's so disgusting. Everything's so disgusting. The baby boomers are like, we went to the moon. We put a man on the moon with grit. And our music, our music had morality. I'm like, dude, you had a song called Highway to Hell. Like, that's the most directly satanic song in human, and you guys probably are like, oh no, it's a good song now. How would hell? It's not like side roads to hell. It's like highway to hell, like the fastest you can get to hell. Like no detours, no exits. Well, good very guy. impressive. I'm gonna watch it tonight when I get home. Uh, but what I like about your comedy is it's just about real stuff that's going on, and it it, it just becomes a huge joke. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's kind of like how you just described, uh, like what you just said is a bit, like that was very funny. Like how you just described exactly how it is when it comes to not talking to a girl at a barbecue, but you can have your kids sit on a pedophile's lap at their school. Like that's a bit, like sometimes it's just like, you just say the truth and it's hilarious. And that's, and that's what I love about the truth. You know, sometimes I exaggerate for the bit's sake, or I like I use hyperbole or use a character or something. But uh, yeah, it's great. I think the people, uh, if the people can laugh, they they won't get pulled down by the fear. You know. Well, sure. Well, why was Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, so funny? They made fun of black people and white people and other. They did it all. And, and the point I, is, is that is that we should make jokes about everything. It, it, it's absolutely true. But if if Somebody like Bill Maher makes a Jewish joke because he's half Jewish. He can, but then somebody else can. And whether you're Jewish or not, people should revel in being made fun of. You know, one of my attributes, and I'm not saying I'm great, but I saw in hindsight is I've always loved being made fun of. I see it as endearing, and, and I do ridiculous stuff. 
I like it, but I don't understand this thing. I'm like, in fact, in fact, my favorite stuff is being made fun of. In fact, they used to do these huge pieces, with, and they get like 20 million views attacking me. And then when I'd say, I love that Bon Iver song, Alex Jones thing. And they go, oh, he likes it. They pull it. It's like, yeah, I want to be made fun of. What shows Bro, the global is the fact that they don't like being made fun of. They don't get that's like the coolest thing. Bro, I got a wild conspiracy theory for you, man. I think that the ADL is actually to get people to hate Jews. And like when I make fun of Jews and like make fun of Christians. Oh, don't hang up. Can you do a few more minutes with us? Yeah, but just real quick. No, no, it's no, no. Like, we got to go. Think, we got to go to break. You know what you're saying. Okay, got it, got it. No, no, no. I don't know. If you probably don't watch my show. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. It's literally get Jews attacked so they get more money. I mean, that's one level to it. I totally agree. Give us. Dude, when I make fun of them, it like makes people like them. It's actually the exact opposite. Everything's inverted. Yes. All right. You got I got it. It's, 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 it's hilarious. Uh, Owen Benjamin, <laughs> uh, please do some jokes about me. I, I, I like it. See, I understand how it works. I don't. Yeah. That's something the yeah, uptightness yeah, of these globalists is just. Why don't they just join humanity? It'll be so much easier. But they can't help it. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Hour number three, a little bit more with Owen Benjamin. We'll talk about the ADL with him, the, the, the chief tyrants and bottle washers of Satan. We'll be right back. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore.com. 